Guardian Unlimited. We're sitting in front of a large lake, 300 meters across, which runs the whole length of a 500-year-old chateau. There are eerie lights in the windows of this partly ruined, huge building. The lake is black and still, and once the music started, all went quiet among the throng of people sat on these concrete terraces. It's like a football stadium planted in the midst of a small wood. We're in the open-air theatre of the Cine Seni performance at Puy du Fou. They don't build stage sets here. They use real buildings, lakes and fields. Over there, I can see the lights and roofs of a small village. To my right, there's an island with a grove of trees and across the wood further on, a windmill turning, lit up in the dusk. turn up and beside us in the meadow in front of the lake a hundred figures are revealed dressed in peasant costume they have animals with them a flock of geese and a herd of piglets they're digging and sowing talking and dealing horses are dragging carts and there are children playing it's a perfect tableau of country life in the middle ages over a thousand people volunteers from all round the area take part every year from june to september this is the history of France from their local perspective. It's the story of the Vendée, which is just south of the Loire Valley. For the Cine Seine, for the big night show and for the show in the park, the beginning is in the area, but all the shows are universal. That's very important for us. David Noy is a director of Puy du Fou. And we use the history like movies. We think that the emotion is the, the most important. And the history is a kind of gate. So you can open the gate and, and come in the history and try to discover more after the, after the show. But the show is not an historical show. It's entertainment. Sorry, I have an English one. Okay. As yeah. regards the room, uh, everything is okay here, so you will... Uh, this show attracts more and more the French visitors first uh, during the 80s. And at the end of the 80s, the visitors coming from hundreds of kilometers ask us what they can do during the day, where they can go around the Pudufu, around this night show. And we decided to create a, a park, a theme park, just close to the, to the night show, uh, which name is the Grand Parc. It's a travel through time. So here we are in a massive reconstruction of a Roman villa on the edge of the park with a gentle view of the Vendean farmscape. There's two floors of rooms on open balconies over a big central square. All the staff are wearing togas. So what are my children, 15-year-old Rachel and 12-year-old James's first reactions? It's a bit weird, but I think I'll get used to it in the next day or two. It it's very Romanish because you've got spears to hang your coats up. Except it's got the odd few double glazing windows and the TV, which I don't think they would have in Roman times. Well, the hotel itself is a villa. It's huge. We're the 220th room, and I think it goes up to about 300, something like that. Very, very wide, um, nice green area in the middle. And what do you want to do first? 
I probably would like to go to the gladiators to see some blood. There's loads of animals. There's goats. This is the 18th century village. You can't see many keepers to look after the animals. I think it's very natural, organic. Oh, we have to get off. Because that's the Battle of Dijon. We need to get off. The Battle of Dungeon. Yes. This is 1429, the time of Joan of Arc. The scene, a jousting field in front of a big stone castle keep and a covered two-storey wooden building with an open balcony. A group of idiot soldiers, led by a jester, are larking around with the senior officer, the canonnier. And now we're in a wooden amphitheatre, opposite an ancient village, as the narrator says, at the time of the first millennium. Another small lake in front of us, and beside the village a stone castle keep, the other side a high wooden palisade. In the village a wedding is taking place, the country people dancing and carrying an arbour of flowers. A red-headed boy runs across, followed by a herd of black pigs. But then two white-hooded monks arrive by boat to warn that the Vikings are coming. Palisades, there appears suddenly the prow of a Viking longship, and a whole ship bursts through and slides down into the lake, disgorging, slashing swordsmen. The battle starts as the Vikings pursue the Gallic villages. Just as the Gauls seem to be gaining control, another Viking longship rises, streaming from the centre of the lake. Two more warriors standing on top of it, and they leap to shore, brandishing huge axes. They are about to overcome the poor Gauls when there's another apparition from the lake. This time, Saint Philibert, whose relics the monks have brought with them. He pacifies both sides, as the legend tells it. It was amazing, like all the special effects. It was just amazing how they did that. And how they can breathe underwater, or how they even got there, I've got no idea, but there you go. I thought it was really good. I... Well, before I came here, I thought it was going to be quite boring, but when you come here, it's just amazing. All the things, how they put together, how they do all the special effects and everything, it's just amazing. The fire coming out of the boat and when they come underwater. And after that exhausting experience, we went on to a hundred-yard-long indoor stage to see the three musketeers who got involved in a true extravaganza with both Cyrano de Bergerac and the Hunchback of Notre Dame and ended with horses dancing in time with flamenco on a black lake. And then there was the Gallo-Roman amphitheatre to watch the gladiators fighting with Gallic Christians who overthrew the Roman regime. Real lions, a whooping crowd and a chariot race all thrown in. 
it was enthralling to the French and a few English speakers that I found. The Hughes family for Cornwall and first Mark Foster and Kelsey Mahoney, teacher and student from Waterford High School, Connecticut. I'm uh, here with like 14 of my students on an exchange trip to France. Uh-huh. To be honest with you, I thought it was pretty fascinating. I don't think I've seen anything like this back in the States. That was amazing. That was like big scale and they actually like put some research into it and with the call scene they had like Romulus and Remus and I mean I've had two years of French class and I can follow right. it pretty easily. I mean it seems terribly, terribly French, doesn't it? No, no, it just seems kinda like something that it's a good idea but no one would ever think of. Right. Do you believe the history? I know that the the Viking story I mean, it's really based on the legend of Saint-Philibert. It's a different way of doing things, isn't it, the French have? That's what I thought I liked about this. I mean, if you've been to Parc Astérix or you go to Futuroscope, it seems like stuff that we've, we've got available to it's us in the United States. I was, I was filming it just, you know, to show to people back home and say, why don't we have amusement parks like this? I think we'd enjoy it more, you know, yeah. than doing the same rides over and over. Oh, it's brilliant. It's fantastic. What do you think of Pie de Foulers? It's really it's nice. Very huh? good, yeah. It's a great day out for the children. We've been to two or three French it's theme brilliant. parks, so, um, yeah. Disneyland, Park Hat, Not Strix. one with a medieval theme, have we, not, but we've no. done. And what, what about, what, what were the favourite things you've been to see? Oh, the um, battle at the dungeon, I think, wasn't mm. it? Battle yeah. of the Keep. Yeah, yeah, you, battle of yeah. the Keep. That's I like the man flying in the catapult. And so, I mean, can you understand what's going on? Oh, Liz can, no yeah. problem. But you can get the headphones. I mean, the kids have got the headphones. It's really about kind mm. of... Uh, them trying to make their own idea of history in a way, isn't Absolutely, it? Absolutely, yeah. I think it's, you know, it's quite educational, really. because they, so. they explain some, especially in the, um, the Gladiators area, they're explaining to you about what went on locally in Roman times. You know, so I mean, yeah. I didn't know any of that now yeah. until, until now. So. Even Joshua said, oh, I should have brought my homework. We're doing medieval times at school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like a lot of things. In the first one we went to, it was the, the medieval battle. They, yeah. were, they were fighting against the English. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, I thought it was quite funny. Would you think, that therefore, people coming over just on a, on a holiday for a couple of weeks to Brittany or Normandy or something like that, be worth the trip? Oh, I well, we, we made a trip to come here, yeah. didn't we? We drove 150 miles. Yeah, just especially to come here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I would oh, say yeah. to anybody, yeah, yeah. It's well worth it. Guardian Unlimited.